Welcome, listeners, to the Carry On Cast. This is the podcast at Easter Lutheran Church, and I'm Pastor Megan. I am here with... Pastor Steve. And... Pastor Brandon. It is good to have the team together for at least a few more times. Uh, If you haven't heard, folks, uh, these two troublemakers in this podcast are... On their way out the door in a what? few weeks here. I know. Did you know that you were leaving? It's the final countdown. So, folks, sometimes <laughs> people want to know, what's it like working with Pastor Brandon and Pastor Steve? And before we hit record on this podcast, man, I sort of wish that we had been recording and you could have gotten a taste. <laughs> we might. We might. Have a little distraction problem. It's a little goofy. It's a little mm-hmm. goofy today. I mean, I'm not mad about it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's but, because we're talking about such a wonderful topic. Oh, we get to yeah. talk about love today. Love. So we are doing the uh, series Word of Life, and all of our preachers are talking about a text that's maybe been their all-time favorite always, or maybe just their favorite for right now. And it's my turn. Yes. Yay. Yay. Um, so we get to say the word love a lot. So get mm-hmm. ready. I love it. If you have some eye rolls in you or... If you have some like annoyed sighs, get ready because we're going to say love mm-hmm. a whole lot. And with that, it's Pastor Brandon, love is all you need. Pastor Brandon, would you read uh, the lesson for us? I will. But first I have a question. Ask me a question. Um, what's brown and sticky? Tootsie rolls? Oh, I know. Pastor Steve? A pretzel. A stick. A stick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So. Friends, because this is a podcast, you can't see me be speechless. Yeah. But yeah. she loves it because <laughs> love is all you need. You look at him push. He's like, but she loves it. She loves it. Yeah. <laughs> if we say it enough times, it'll be true. It'll be true one of these times. Oh, before we completely lose ourselves. Pastor Brandon, first I'm John ready. 4. Verse 7 through 11 and then 17 through 19. Beloved. Let us love one another, because love is from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, for God is love. God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his only Son into the world so that we might, have, we might live through him. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Beloved, since God loved us so much, we also ought to love one another. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness on the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not reached perfection in love. We love because he first loved us. That's right. Mm. There it is. Uh, if, were you counting how many times you said the word love? I, no, I but track. also yeah. I think you would count beloved too. Oh, right? yeah. Well, and frankly, um, the, the briefest of Greek moments, because I don't do the Greek, I'll let Pastor Steve handle that one, um, is that the word beloved is basically just you know, a, a personalized version of the word love. So it, beloved is like the, the lovers, the ones who love yeah. Uh, literally and it's the, the same lovely word. yeah and it's the same word when you know when we say you know whoever does not love does not know god for god is love that base word for love there is the same word being used for beloved so you could make a really good argument for the word love which here is agape being used like forty thousand times pretty much in this passage um 
but I still love it. <laughs> uh, Pastor Steve, give us a, a little, give us a little something. What do you, what do you notice about this text? What, what stands out to you? What, do you, what is it? How does it leave you feeling? Oh my goodness, I love it. <laughs> well, it's got a spit take from Pastor Megan on that one. <laughs> that was great. That's what I get for trying uh, to sneak a uh, <laughs> drink of coffee. <laughs> uh, but honestly, I do love it. It. This there is so much in this text that it's hard to even know where to start because like I could li- I seriously could talk for an, a solid hour on this text and That's I'm not going to do that. Probably good that I um, cut the the passage yeah, down to just a yeah, handful of verses. Yeah. Then, right? So since you asked me first, I'll just go for the low hanging fruit. God is love, mm-hmm. and love is not a thing. Love is not a. Now I'm going to get deep philosophical for a second. All right. Because I've been it. thinking about this a lot lately. God is not a thing. God is not a being. God's not some like super dude in the sky. God is love and love is action. God is the action of so and then and then it goes on to say like if you see somebody loving that's God. Mm. That's God right there. Mm-hmm. Love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of hard for us to wrap our mind around. Right? Right? But anywhere there is but we got to define love, right? Because there's so many loves that are self-indulgence. Mm-hmm. That is not love. Mm. Agape is other-oriented, what's best for the whole kind of action. That's agape love. And so when you see somebody self-sacrificing for the good of the other, for the good of the whole, that's God. It's not, it's not God at work as if God's this dude doing love god is love i'm just gonna stop there that's no it's perfect i had a a really interesting and very short conversation in the car with my kids the other day and they wanted to know in effect who did god look like you know because Mm -hmm. god was a person did god look like this kind of person or that kind of person how did we know what god looked like and we had to have this conversation about look god doesn't look like a person because god is not a person god is god and that, I, I would have said it blew their minds but i think they weren't even they couldn't yeah. blow their minds because they weren't even there because they kept saying yeah but what person does god look like? but if you want to flip that around <laughs> right the person right who looks most like god is jesus it's the sunday school answer but it it's yeah but it's jesus. different yes. it's not right. what does god look like right. god looks like jesus the person who looks most like god is Jesus, yes, who yes. is receptive to love and faithful in response to actually loving everyone. And in whom we see what God's love means in flesh, right? Yep. Like if, if since God is love, what does that look like at work in the world? Well, it looks like someone Jesus. like Jesus, right? Who is healing and who is teaching and who is feeding and who is caring and who is... Dying. Dying, who is unresponsive to the power systems that try to oppress and control. Um, That is what love looks like at work in the world. If we say God is love, that is what it is. That's what it looks like. As close as we're going to get, right? Um, Pastor Brandon, Mm -hmm. how about you? Point of order. Point of order. I have a question. Mm -hmm. And because I love it and it's challenging 
Let us love one another because love is from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Yeah. I think there is this openness there. and But I was always taught that to be born of God, you have to be baptized. Um. This passage kind of expands on that, doesn't it? And says, actually, being born of God is is to love. So are there are there more than one? Is there? We were, is are there more? Than, is there more than How, how's that one grammar way for you? Yeah. to be born of God? Yeah, right? it's and it's such a catch, right? Because oh. we cannot answer that question outside of our denominational polity, right? Yeah. We're so tied to whatever tradition it is you came out of. So I, as a Lutheran pastor, am deeply inclined to say, Ah, well, of course. Once you are baptized, indeed, once you receive that gift of faith, you know what it is to love as God loves you. You know what it is to live in that love because it is the gift you receive. And that is why we want to baptize you as early as possible so you don't have to live another minute longer of your life outside of that gift. Um, And (laughs) if I pull that lens off for a second, Mm. I, I think I'm perfectly willing to admit Neither I nor any pastor nor any denominational tradition gets to say, this is the only way for you to know hmm. that God is love and that you are living in that love. You know, how I, baptism is one of the ways I know it to be true, but I'm not ready to pretend it's the only way. Yeah. Because I, you know, I do get asked a lot. I'm of, sure. Like, uh, so you're telling me that my neighbor, who's the most kind, compassionate, caring person, who's always loving other people, but who doesn't believe in God, is going to hell. And I'm like, wait, I never told you about anybody going to hell, so I'm not sure why you're accusing me of saying that. (laughs) Um, But uh, but I'm I'm like, well, actually, even though you have trouble with it, let's look at this passage Mm -hmm. um, from 1 John. Because I think it adds a whole other dimension to that story. Because as humans, we like to figure out who's in and who's out. And I think um, God's like, oh, just love, man. <laughs> man, your version of God is real chill. Chill. Super yeah, chill. Super hey, man. Chill. Just love. Pastor Steve, yeah. weigh in. <laughs> oh, well, I think you said, Pastor Megan, you said the key word, and. Right. Because we can only, as, as finite human beings, we can only ever know our experience of things. And coming, and you especially coming from deeply Lutheran tradition. Like, I was Lutheran before I was born. Yeah, you are, yeah. Yeah, you are, you, you are the, you are the quintessential uh, cradle Lutheran. Yeah. And, and, and you do that well. <laughs> uh, I, Thank you. Uh, on the other hand, I'm not. Like, I'm sure. a yep. theological mutt yep. and a nomad yep. and a sojourner. And so, like, I've experienced all these various expressions of, of, like, baptism and what is salvation and all that stuff. And so, like, I I fully have experienced the and. And so we come from a place and we understand. And so, like, to pass what Pastor Brandon is saying is, I mean, the love of God is inclusive of all things Mm. because god is love and so any expression of other oriented all-inclusive love is god and as disciples of jesus we believe that jesus 
is the word and wisdom of God enfleshed that shows us the best human picture of that at work. So therefore, I can wholeheartedly say, let's follow Jesus. <laughs> but if you don't, you can still love. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right? It, it's a, a pastor friend of mine likes to say, you know, whenever he gets asked, um, is it true that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life? He likes to say, it is true that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life that I know and that I can count on and that I can point to and that I trust in. And I know enough about that way, truth, and life, that love at work in Jesus to know that, that it has blown my mind so much that far be it from me to limit the way God may or may not work. I know Jesus is the way, and therefore I am willing to admit perhaps that way is much wider yeah. than I know or understand. Yeah. And so when it comes to that work, mm. I'm going to let God take it. I'm going to let God be God in yeah. this one. As soon as you start defending a doctrinal statement yeah. to be the only correct understanding of God, you cease to love Amen. and you start defending, which leads to violence, Yes, which is the opposite, which is the, and if you hate your brother, Right? You don't actually know God. Mm. So, so t and, and Jesus showed us the way, which was not defending doctrinal statements, but actually loving the neighbor. Right. That's and the way. As the, <laughs> as the reading continues, which we didn't do in this passage, because, man, to be honest, this whole chapter is so good that I was just inclined to just put the whole thing down. But it didn't. I tried to keep it terse. But if you continue on into verse 20, right, like Pastor Steve, that is exactly where you're going with this. Mm -hmm. Verse 20, readers, says, those who say, I love God and hate their brothers or sisters are liars. 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 <laughs> As the verse continues, for those we're who all do liar. not, we're all liars. We are by all the way. liars. Yes, yeah, it's not exclusive. For those who do not love a brother or sister whom they have seen, cannot love God whom they have not seen. I mean, that is an indictment. So, if you are holding on to a doctrine that excludes people, if you choose theology over humanity. Ain't no way your theology stands, because if you are choosing a doctrine that excludes other people, there's no way you, you can love God, because you cannot love your brothers and sisters who are standing right in front of you. Mm. I mean, oh, that's, that's intense. And we can't not operate within some kind of a construct. Oh, right. Right. And so yep. it's a both and. It's yep. like we're all messed up we all have exclusionary boundaries we all <laughs> there's all somebody we have a hard time loving right and so we, we're all working on it together right? and that's and that's the thing <laughs> about this right like it's not you know the three of us sitting here at our microphones it can be easy to believe that that we've got a lock on this like we're doing it right we don't i'm going to leave this room and I am going to roll my eyes at someone. I am going to feel snarky about somebody. I am going to give someone the, the opposite of the benefit of the doubt. I am going to act mm. not in love. And, mm -hmm. and it's going to call me out. And this is, this is where my Lutheran theology comes back full circle. It's not like I ever make it. It's not like I ever arrive. I am constantly dependent on, on God's grace to remind me hey, no, you you great big jerk. 
again, remember, God is love, and therefore you will live in love. And it, I've, I've not arrived, and I never will. Mm-hmm. I, what I love about this, verses 17 through 19, is, is about fear. Mm, right? Because I think mm. a lot of times, or I can't speak for everybody else, but if we go with that dichotomy again of, you know, heaven and hell, and who's right. in and who's out, right. which, which is a really interesting conversation. But there is this idea that, well, if I love enough um, and I do enough good deeds, then I'll go to heaven. Mm. And I think it's interesting because that's not actually love. Because then you're you're doing these things for yourself, really, so that way you can get to go to heaven as this otherworldly place. So I think there it's so. Oh, because I'm afraid of going to hell, I'm going to be a good person and love a lot, so that way I'll get to go to heaven. So I think that adds a whole other interesting thing to the conversation about well, what's the motivation for our love? Is it still acting out of fear? Uh, what might happen to us, or is it actually just acting out of selfless love um, for other people? Yeah, and I think we've all felt that dynamic at work at some point, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I think we've all kind of felt when someone loved and cared for us because they loved and cared, right? Because they were living out of love. And I think we've all felt when someone loved and cared for us because they knew they were going to get something out of it Mm. or because they knew how well it reflected on them Mm. or because they had some ulterior motive even if that ulterior motive was perfectly reasonable and good that is not the call of first john 4 you don't love like you said pastor brandon because you might get something out of it even if that something is eternal salvation that that's not why you love you love because god has loved you first and you live in that love. God, who is love itself, is at work in you in such a radiant and abundant way that you will continue to love. You will continue to act and and care and serve in love, whether it gets you something or not, because that's not the goal and it's not the point. Mm-hmm. Whew, that's not exactly uh, American capitalist culture, is it? <laughs> Praise Heresy. God. <laughs> Heresy. <laughs> Well, and I, I, uh, for the listeners, maybe you can think of somebody in your life who mm. uh, you just—they're hard to love, and and maybe your thought is, well, they just don't deserve to be loved. And then uh. I just can't imagine thinking about, well, actually, you know, God chooses to love us and sets that for us, and and I'm pretty sure a hundred percent of us don't deserve that love. Amen. And so there are people who are hard to love, um, who we may think don't really deserve to be loved and yet the call is still to love yeah as god loves i uh i have a, a bit of an allergy to the word deserve mm. uh because that that lutheranness goes so deep to my core that that simultaneously sinner and saint thing really gets me and so in my heart of hearts i i i fully believe we deserve nothing None of us <laughs> deserves a darn thing. There is no deserving for a person who who follows Jesus. It is all gift. Mm. It is all grace. You don't deserve something because you're better or greater or owed something. You, you are who you are, and God loves you as you are, and everything is gift. I see Pastor Steve turning that over in his head. So he gets 30 seconds to respond to that. And 
I'm just listening to the person who who struggles with self-loathing. Sure. You are worthy of God's love yeah. because you are a beloved child of God. Absolutely. So we the gospel afflicts the comfortable and comforts Comfort. the afflicted. There are lots of people out there who think I don't deserve God's love because I am broken. Right. You do deserve God's love yes. because you are a beautiful child of God. So the message needs the and. Well, and that's and that's why I love saying there's no room for deserve because right. you don't even get to say I don't deserve right, exactly. God's love. Mm. That's not your call, man. Right. God loves you. If God you think is you're all that love. Notch it down. Right. If you think you're not that, notch it up. Bring it up. (laughs) Right. Because the message is no matter what, whatever you've done or not done, whoever you are or aren't, God loves you. You do not earn that. You do not deserve that. You are not the keeper of that. It is a gift. Because God is love. Now and always. Yep. Huh. That'll preach, friends. Well, thank you. All of you for tuning in with us. Uh, if you would do us a favor and go through with the clicker and count all the times we said the word love in this podcast, I invite you to report that to Pastor Steve later. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, friends, it's always good to be with you here on uh, the Carry On Cast, the podcast of Easter Lutheran Church, where our mission is to grow in faith and carry on the work of Jesus Christ. Thanks, everyone. May the road rise up to meet you.